a glittering premiere at the Chicago Theater for Warner Brothers, I'll See You in My Dreams. A real dream has come true. For this benefit premiere launches a drive for a new hospital sponsored by the film star Danny Thomas, here arriving with his family. Years ago, Danny vowed he'd build a hospital if he ever became famous. $32,000 are subscribed. The first of a million, Danny Thomas tells friends he'll raise for the St. Jude's Hospital of his dreams. They said it couldn't be done. They said that it was a task which would break my heart. They said it was impossible. At this very moment, as I speak to you, in the city of Memphis, Tennessee, there is being constructed a hospital in the form of a star. There it is, in concrete, glass, and steel, to offer help to all the children of the world, regardless of race, creed, or economic status. You and I have vowed that we will do everything in our power, spiritually, physically, mentally, and financially, to bring about the defeat of these catastrophic diseases. We're going to begin with leukemia, and by God's grace, after defeating it, go on to other diseases. little tiny building has led the world in advancements in pediatric science and clinical care and now it's going to rise up. You will bring it to the fore through an organization called ALSAC. to die tomorrow I now know why I was born while we're sitting here making this video there's a family that's walking through the front doors on a Friday afternoon and they're at St. Jude when we came to St. Jude I asked the doctor, can you treat my child? And he said, no, we're going to cure him. Welcome to Geocache Talk Network's sixth annual podcast of hope. 
Once again, we are raising funds for St. Jude Children's Hospital. Our goal is to raise $10,000, and we can only do that with your help. To help us reach our goal, please visit the website, podcastwithhope.com, and donate. Now, let's join our hosts of the Geocache Talk Network's Podcast of Hope. Welcome, everyone, to the sixth annual Podcast of Hope. Jesse, it's been six years. Can you believe it? Yes, and I'm going to have a chat with Derek after this, because why is he trying to make us like cry to start off the show? That's so sad and happy at the same time with that intro. I haven't seen that intro before we started. So, Oh, it's so awesome. Uh, yeah. I just, yeah I've, I've, I've had to watch it eight or ten times, so I'm not crying at the beginning because it's a, it's incredible. Yeah, but yeah. it could happen. I mean, could you? Yeah. We'll, we'll move on because Jesse crying is not for good ratings. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. I cry like a little baby. That ain't going to be no good. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll be raising funds for Saint for support St. Jude's life-saving mission, finding cures for childhood, battling cancer, and other life-threatening diseases, and we will need your help to raise our fundraising goal of $10,000. So we have some sponsors that we want to, uh, to thank uh, each hour, so we'll get through those. And again, thank you so much to everybody who gives tonight, who's given already. Um, it's, it's incredible. We'll kind of keep a, 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 we have a, a cool new ticker. There's the new ticker that'll keep us on track gives, it shows, um, and it'll scroll. Hopefully it'll scroll as people give, um, whoever gives this hour, um, will go into a group of, uh, of these prizes that we're giving away. And so if you want to, you can split up your, your gifts into eight different hours. Many people do that um tom is on there um they're all eligible because it's just random.org so um you know but people like to do that so if you'd like to do that you can uh if you want to give once that's fine too and you'll be you'll be in that hours uh giveaway but also you know the the point is to we want to get to ten thousand to um to get our goal um for saint jude so i do want to mention some people um who have donated gifts to to us? Well, not really to us. They're gifts to to everyone giving um, on behalf of those um, that are going to give um, this uh, this evening. So, firstly, I want to uh, mention Cashly. Cashly, the foremost geocaching app. Um, Cashly dot com. C a c h l y dot com. Uh, is the uh, is the link when I, I each year I've asked um, um, Nick Nick yeah I'm struggling already <laughs> it's gonna be a long night are You're we done yet good night everybody <laughs> good night everybody yeah Nick <laughs> Nick and Cashley so I asked Nick he goes uh, I, I give away I'll give away some of the Cashley app so it's you know, I was like, oh, okay. He goes, uh, how about 20? I go, well, how about 16? Because we can do two an hour. He goes, all right, that works. So <laughs> thank you so much, Nick. He never hesitates. No, he gives away coins and stuff every time. So and so that's wonderful. So he's uh, one of them. Ne- next is uh, another uh, who gives away uh, every year now is Drives Cash Closet. Mm-hmm. Uh, drives cash closet offering best prices on the geocaching pro- products you want 
You can go to drivescashcloset.com. This year, uh, Dave uh, is wants to give away a free membership for a year to geocaching.com. So um, that's awesome. So there you go. We're going to give away a free membership. Uh, don't worry if you're already a member. You already have free membership. It just will tack on to your year. So you get another yep. year of free membership. So that's really cool. Uh, next is Arted Crafted. So Sean has been doing this now for a couple of years and, and has been really helpful uh, and I'm really thankful for him doing that. But Arted Crafted is going to be giving away um, shirts every hour. But the one I want to point out this hour is the Coins for Kids. The Coins for Kids shirts, typically when you have a vendor who wants to give something away, not our vendors, but other, you've seen this before with other vendors where, they're like, oh, I'll give some of the, I'll give a portion of the proceeds, which is great. Mm-hmm. Not Sean and not any of our other vendors. They're like, uh, Sean is like, if you buy this shirt, one hundred percent of what of that of the cost of the in the, so it's costing him every time somebody buys a shirt because he's he's basically taking all the proceeds from the shirt and he's giving that to St. Jude. So thank you, uh, Sean, and thank you, Arted Crafted. Uh, for your donation uh cash canna is going to give away a trackable so cash canna is about getting out of the house and op- onto the open road trails and pathways and finding geocaches so check out cash canada uh and check out their uh videos i love their videos uh dave and karen do such a great job uh big fan of the one minute wednesday so check out cash canada uh also um barb uh, Scrabble Hounds has provided some great prizes each year. This this hour, we're going to give away a sw- one, of those, one of those swag bags. Um, she's got a couple of those in a in a gi- another uh, gift box. They're they're packed, by the way. They got a lot of cool stuff in them. Uh, they're not just the bags. So, thank you, Barb, for that gift. Mm-hmm. And then Owen, Owen's giving away um, some three D printed things that we're going to talk about here in the first hour. There's a picture of them, and I got them behind me, so we'll. We'll look through all of them here in a moment. But Owen, thank you, my friend, for uh, providing those. He provided those now a couple of years at least, uh, I think. Right, Owen? Has it been a couple of years you've done that? Yep, a couple of years. Yep. Cool. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, we'll talk about those here in a moment. Uh, and lastly for this hour, um, Cash Advance. Cash Advance, uh, their mission is to inspire and equip Geocacher for fun and adventure. So Lisa has several uh, things she wants to give away. Uh, this hour, she's going to go away when the cash kins. There's cash advance. So uh, they're going to give away some cash kins. Those are kind of cool. They're like the little trackables. They're really, uh, really cool. So, um, all right. Let's get into the first hour. Um, Owen's with us, and I'm pronouncing it correctly. Uh <laughs> I was not sure, so I had to ask Owen uh, because my Southern would want to come out and say, oh, Wayne, but. But it's more it's fun Owen. when you butcher people's names, especially <laughs> when they're on the show. It's so much more fun right, right to their face, right? Yeah. So it's, we got rid of the awkwardness and just we figured it out before we started. So, Owen, thank you for joining us tonight. That's okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start with this hour with this one by the way, we're going to ramp up. This is Susan's idea. She's like, let's ramp up to a crescendo. So we're going to do another one here. I'll show, I'll show it in a minute, but 
we're gonna give that one away later but i love these by the way um, oh yeah this is an awesome cash container yeah for oh, and people is... listening it's a uh it's a 3d printed yeah. acorn it's brown uh yeah. that and you know until you get up close it looks like an acorn yeah it really does it's i mean it looks like an acorn up close too but i mean you can't tell it's it's a 3d <laughs> no. printed one until you get up close yeah one of my latest designs that one is so that's yeah, and all my designs are for free online, so anyone can download that. Nice. Where cool. would they find something like that? Um, if you used websites Thingiverse or mm-hmm. Fangs or Colts, um, okay. it's all on, on online there. So if you search my username OLB1992, all my designs on there. So cool. is the rule that if they print that 3D printed acorn, they have to have it at least 50 feet up in a tree, or you charge them money? I think that should be the rule. <laughs> Only 50. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> not all of us can climb super well. So, you know, we have to, we have to do, do what we can. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so Owen, kind of give people a little background first, where you live, and then uh, kind of tell people how you even got started on geocaching. So, so where, I, I where, live you, in, where you live, where are you from? live in Aylesbury which is um, just northwest of London. Um, it's about five miles away from the oldest geocache in England. So oh, cool. there's quite a few um, events there. So, yeah, it's right. only about 15-minute drive up and get to see new people up there. So that's quite good being so close to a, the epicenter of geocaching in England. That's awesome. Um, so I kind of started geocaching through my little brother, or not so little brother anymore, um, yep. Harry, or GC right. Harry Bo, as he's known on, known on YouTube. Um, he, he started when he was 12, 13, so five, six years ago now. Right. Um, he started it due to a leaflet for the National Trust here in the UK, um, 101 things to do before your 11 and three quarters. That's how <laughs> he got into geocaching. And at, ah. I was at a Morris That's dancing cool. dance out, which is my main hobby. And I, he dragged me along to find a cache. That's how I started. So we're not just going to skip over that. What did you say your main hobby is? Morris dancing, which is a traditional English folk dancing. Okay. So yeah, obviously awesome. I have to hear more about that. <laughs> so there are some sides in America, but it's um, bells and hankies and sticks. I'm trying to remember um, opening or closing ceremony of 2012 Olympics. Um, where you had oh, um, yeah. always look on the bright side of life. You had more dancers in the closing ceremony, and there's a few right. other shows and stuff that have more dancing on. Oh wow! Yeah. So uh, yeah, travel the country doing that, and I get to find geocaches around the country. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I you know it's, it's funny we've been doing this for now, but I remember when. And Harry's grown up. I've seen pictures of him recently uh, in uh, going to um, to uh, we call it soccer, football, football game, and uh, it's just it's it's kind of neat, I guess. And in it's one of those things where you're like, oh look, there's Harry. Look how big he's gotten. So I remember when he was a little kid, you know. And uh, he's taller than me now. It's scary. <laughs> it's <laughs> gotten big uh i remember i i sent him uh and uh, one of our first path tags um 
back in the day. So um, I don't know if he remembers that, but anyway. So, uh, but yeah, it's great to see him, and he's a big fan of what's the team he's a uh, big fan of. He goes to the big games. Fan of Brighton Hove Albion, so one of the Premier League. Um, so we grew up in Hastings, which is just over from Brighton. So it's our yeah. biggest team in the area. So he supports them. The Seagulls. Yep. <laughs> I He's love got the a tattoo too. as well of them. So that's I'm... how 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 obsessed he is with them. That's cool. <laughs> oh, there you go. Cash Attic Mel mentions that they do that dancing at their Renaissance okay. Festival. There you go. Perfect. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, very cool. Um, so, so you got started you know, like you said with Harry, what, um, what are some, what are some things about geocaching? We'll get into the 3d printing thing. Cause I think that's, that's fascinating. Always we're, fascinating. We're both fascinated by it. Yeah. But what are some things about the sport of geocaching that really intrigue you? I think it's just little things I would never have seen if I mm-hmm. hadn't done geocaching. So even in my local area, um, one of the first geocaches I found, I came across, an old boundary post so something had been lost for about 60 years down this old path and it's just those sm- small bits of history but also large bits of history the right the ruined castles where you have so much information on the points of interest signs but then you go find a cache page and there'll be a lot more information on the cache page than any sign you can get so I, i've done a um one of my virtual caches is a history tour around hastings and there's information there that locals won't even know. And I think that's one of the strongest things about geocaching is there's so much history. And if you have an enthusiastic cache owner, they can give so much information on the cache page. I think that's right. that's my favorite parts. And there's, um, you know, uh, there's a, or ones that I've seen, and I don't know what you could speak to these, but I like the... Uh, series that they've done at the churches where you've got the church so speak, micros yes yeah, yeah yeah so speak a little bit about oh cool we got some more updates there you go 565 that's awesome so you've got some wow it's gone up quite a bit good start so, so church micros um so that's the i think they call it the largest series in the world says yeah or i'm not sure how they classify that but um so any church in the uk can have a church micro it doesn't have to be a micro or it can be any right. size it can be but it's um normally you go to a church micro and there'll be a good paragraph or a half of just a history of that church cool. and i think yeah so you've got the church micro series you've got the sidetrack series which is railway stations and right. they even do old railway stations ones that um, are no longer railway stations or disused ones but a fine pair which is telephone boxes and post boxes together. So if they're oh. within a hundred feet of each other, they're called. It's called a fine pair. So it'll be a cache nearby. So, so yeah, red telephone box and red post box within a hundred feet. You can normally get a fine pair. That might got... look like this. Oh yeah. <laughs> so this would be a fine pair, right? I, right. I, I, I believe so, but I think technicalities is that's a k2 telephone box and i think a fine pair defines a k6 but i think that might be a bit too much detail oh okay <laughs> that's fascinating though um yeah the post office 
these are still in operation, right? You can still drop mail in the in these. Yep. Okay. These for the most part, other than being the the famous TARDIS, do most of them uh the big big red English boxes, do they not this one, but we'll talk about these in a minute. But the the actual red English box, do they are they mostly like sort of abandoned or or what what's the what's the latest on the London actual still, London still has them. Um a few they... quite a lot of places still use them as telephone boxes if they're upgraded, really a downgrade. Okay. Um there's more modern ones, but a lot of them are found new leases of life of um libraries. So you can get oh um, yeah, a community yeah. library or um defibrillators I put in. Yes. So there's a whole thing that. of um BT were selling off telephone boxes for one pound. So if a someone in the community, like a charity or community group, wanted to buy a telephone box, they could for one pound, and then they could wow. do whatever they wanted with that. Um, so put a defib in, or a library, or just art pieces, stuff like that. Wow! Could geocachers buy those? <laughs> I think if if you could have a community base, a community group, we probably could get away with buying one. That would be awesome. A bunch of geocaches around town in the big red boxes. Every time you see one, it's a geocache. Geocache. I think a few have been put into um because we have you have library caches, so library mm-hmm. caches, and then they, they can put them in the mini library cache. Right. Very cool. Yeah, you know, um, Jesse and I found one here in Texas that yeah is an actual big red English box. The guy had the glass removed and carefully packed. And he had the glass and the big red English box shipped mm-hmm. all the way to a little town in uh, North Texas. Had a working and telephone in it. It had oh, a working wow. telephone. Like you could call yeah. anywhere in the U.S. I mean, it was. It had like his connection to it was like a Google Voice setup. But you would call a number and it would give you information. It was a it was a multicache. One mm-hmm. of the one of the most pos- one of the most popular. Uh, it's actually Jesse. It's in the book now, by the way. Oh, nice. The big, the big. This you can't buy this. Yeah, I'm working on book. finding all those real quick. I tried find the weekend, but I was busy. So in the in the the Texas one though, there's um, that box. Here we are. I'll show you a picture. There's Jesse. Oh hey, here you are. I did find that one. You did find it. There you are. <laughs> but it's a uh, yeah. It's number four in the in Texas. It's that that oh wow that popular. Yeah. Well, it's not and, every day uh, that you see a box shipped over from England <laughs> and made into a geocache, right? A full size that you can go in and op- a phone that you can operate multicache like that. So, and the, you know, the second stage was not very far away. So it's it's all in view of this guy's residence. So it's yes. going to be able to stay up and you know. Keeping a multi up and running all the stages of it is a, a feat in and of itself. But, you know, I don't even have any clue what it cost this guy to set that geocache up. It, hundreds of dollars had to be. Hundreds. Oh, thousands. I think. Yeah, probably thousands. I was got to be. Yeah, because he sent, he sent that over to himself. But it also inside there is kind of fun because he has the old British phone books are in there. So you can oh, kind of yeah, read yeah, yeah. the British phone books. So, yeah, I said TARDIS. I meant. Big red English box. TARDIS is the, the police boxes, right? Yep. 
traditionally. Uh, we still have some of them about, but they're very rare. You uh, you know. lost some nerd status there, Gary. You yeah, lost a few points on your bet. nerd status. But it's also, it looks a lot like a Bingolish box that's blue, and it's the police box. Yeah, but they're bigger on the inside. Well, of course. That's yeah. Doctor Who thing. Uh, I love, um, and we'll get into some of the 3D printing, but I love this one, uh, Owen. One thing that is really cool about this. Oh, yeah, there you go. Go to Wisconsin. Exactly. That's what. That's one of the more famous ones as far as in the U.S. Uh, police boxes that's a TARDIS that's... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, which is a, a very, it's actually, I think, being moved. Is that the one that's being moved? One of them is uh, needing. Maybe. I, I think there's be... somebody going to be on later that can tell us, though. Yeah, Josh could tell In us. One later. of our hours or two of our hours later, you know, they can tell yep. us. Which, sadly, the big, bigger English box is also moving. I think they're moving, maybe. So they're going to move the, the English box. But yeah, anyway. mine moved as well. I had one that was about, about a foot tall, maybe. No, about nine oh, inches cool. tall. It was a, Puzzle box, TARDIS at the end of a where I go. It moved. I don't know where it moved to. Somebody stole it, but it did move. Oh, dang so, it. <laughs> it went missing pretty quick. I had a buddy printed. I think it took like 18 hours to print or something. Yeah. And I think uh, less people per hour found it than before it disappeared. But disappeared. in fairness, it was a really cool container. So I kind of get why people, I mean, it's wrong, but I get why it went missing so quick. Yeah. This one. Uh, the other cool item about this, Owen, and I love about it is that the bottom uh, it has has a a dial like a phone dial on the bottom uh. of the TARDIS. So, or in a TARDIS, so the bigger edition box. So, on the b- bottom of the box is the uh, <laughs> is a phone, uh, the old phone thing. So, also means it's easier dial. for people to open if they've got a pen. If they put a pen yeah. in the bottom, it makes it easier. So, uh. that's true. That's like the old school where you had to click it all the way around and it would come back. Yeah. My parents still have those. <laughs> feel, make us feel old. Way to go. Thanks, Owen. Can we pass like a ruling right now that you can never use pill bottles again? You have to at least use a TARDIS. Or right. a, a 3D printed like English this. box. Or, yeah. yeah. 2020 is the last year you could have used those. 2021, it's the gray area. Next year, you're not allowed to use pill bottles anymore. It has to be 3D printed or something like that. I agree. So you can't you can't just put them out like that anymore. You need to buy you can buy them from from uh, from Owen or uh, or anyway, print your you, own. Go to the library. Yeah. You can print them at the library. The truck mentions the three D printed or are they are coming more popular. I love this one because you know, we don't see this one as much as far as uh, in the lore, and that's the um, the post office box. But I love the post office boxes. Yeah, that one is uh, cool. Aren't they cool? Well, look at the so, detail on that. They're, the those 3D printers are getting so much better, and obviously Owen knows better than we do, but they're getting so much better. Yeah. E E R Elizabeth II vagina. Oh right. So that is a current post. That's the most common post box you get. But you, you've got Victorian post boxes still out on the streets being used. Wow. So that's cool. ER is the royal cipher, and each monarch will have a different cipher. So you can oh, tell okay. how old the post box is by the cipher on it. Right. So Dan mentioned the uh, 3D printing for geocaching on Facebook. It says Owen's a member of that. Yep. Um, Very cool. That may be something we want to bring up before we get through the hour. I know we have so much to talk about. We'll we'll run out of the hour really quickly. These are shorter mm-hmm. than our normal shows, so we have to condense them a little bit. We do. Each- 
each hour is shorter. Obviously, not eight hours is shorter, right? <laughs> but uh, do you, do you want to mention that, Owen? Is that a good place for people that are getting into three D printing to go there? And and what do you share yeah, files there? Or what happens there? Yeah, so quite a few people share files, and also um, it's a good place for if you you're new to printing or you need some help with some stuff. There's a quite a large community, and it's it's not. A 3D printing community where they might go off and say, "Oh, we have this discussion all every single week." It's a geocaching community who also okay. does 3D printing, so it's more welcoming than some of the other public forums out there. Are, are there starting to be more? And I know Thingiverse is really good. I've I've gotten on there several times. I don't have a 3D printer yet. <clears throat> My wife's in the other room. I don't know if she heard this that or not, knows. but um, uh, I don't have one yet, but I know I've kind of monitored Thingiverse over time. And at first there was like one geocache container yeah, and then yeah. there was a few more. And now it seems like there's more now and those aren't, you don't charge for those on Thingiverse, right? Those are just, you can share them generally or. Um, you can share them. There's a licensing agreement normally on Thingiverse. So you can download for free, but uh-huh. you can't normally sell them off. Okay. So, okay. Um, so with Thingiverse, most of them are free. And then you've got other websites like Thangs, T-H-A-N-G-S, where mm-hmm. they can charge and Colts 3D. So C-U-L-T-S 3D. Um, and some people charge for things on that. But generally, most geocaches are free. There's people designing for the community. Okay. The, um, we'll get into these in a minute, but on the... Um, on, say, the... Uh, the the like the your new one the acorn mm-hmm. kind of give people an idea of do, do you print these oh there goes the logbook sorry let me put that to the side here um uh, for the top of it and the bottom of it do you you print them separate and how long do you think it would take to or how long did it take to print that, the, um the acorn in total took about an hour and a half so i think it was about 45 minutes each piece okay um and I did it in two separate prints, so I could change the color over easily. Oh, um, right, that's true. So right. a, a few of my prints do change color um, halfway through, um, so right. that's a bit more work. So I have to go in and out. Um, I think all the ones I've sent you are separate colors, but I've got this oh, cool. one where it changes color halfway up. So I had to stop, or got the printer to stop itself, change right. the color, and change it again. So that's oh, an wow. Irish telephone box that I was oh. asked to make. Now, do the Irish telephone boxes look similar to that? Actually, have the green stripe at the top. Yeah, they, they have a green stripe. But, um, the window is also green, but um, that, that was hard to do on a hard my to, printer. Yeah. But still, so I just did cool. that top bit. Yeah, very cool. Now uh, uh, we will get. We're not going to go too deep into the three D printing, but I want to do some, which is uh, the most popular version of the filament is that pla or is it it's, which a lot of Go people ahead. use pla i okay. use pet g so okay. um or petg which is um the same material that they use for coke bottles just with added glycol for make it easy for 3d printing but a lot of people would say that pla can warp in sunlight or is isn't uv resistant or so there's a there's a real mixed bag of people say PLA is fine for harsh winters and some people say it isn't. So I oh, I use PET right. G because it's slightly more resistant. Um, I I started using ABS when I first started 3D printing, 
but that isn't a nice material to use because it's the fumes and it's not nice to put inside a home oh right so yeah pla PACG. right so the 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 filaments that you get though now i saw somebody was were were you i think it was you were you testing or someone was testing uh a filament that is out there that will change it actually is like almost like a rainbow effect it'll give you like a uh without changing spools yeah okay yeah so you've got rainbow filament where it'll go through gradients but i found that with a lot of the rainbow filaments they don't change that quickly so you have to print quite large prints for it actually Uh, to be changing to get so yeah um there are some other things out there like a um Palette, which is basically a little machine that cuts filament together to give you different colors. Oh, very cool! That they can be more expensive as than a printer. Right. Now the um, so on 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 these guys, obviously these are going to take eight hours, twelve hours. Yeah, about that. About twelve. Mm. Okay. Now you you sent um, you sent a nano, which yep. Jesse. Um, we all we you and I both love nanos. This version, uh, you could put it in the wilderness. I mean, it's not much of a challenge because this is a nano, <laughs> right? Technically, yes. Technically, maybe not a nano. I don't know, but um, I love this one. Oh, and uh, this one, this one. By the way, this takes a while to uh, open. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's one of my newer designs as well, so it's quite tricky. It is. Um, I also found no. it with the larger mazes, you have to have a lid on it because I was getting people. So this one. Oh my gosh! People, yes, there you people, go. People were oh struggling to open it because swag was falling down and causing it to get blocked. So now I've added starting to add lids to all my mazes. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I remember. I remember when you printed that one. It was like, oh look, oh, oh it's going up. That's awesome. Thank you, everyone. We're up to nine twenty-five on our way to ten thousand. So, nice. Thank you to everybody who's given so far. Huge text day. Max 04, Tim, Glowworm seventy-seven, Kazu. It's Peter, uh, Little Black Dog, and Tricassius. So now uh, we got to keep in mind we want to get to that first thousand, but we've got to get more than a thousand per hour if we're gonna if we're gonna build what we actually want to get for St. Jude, right? So it's true. Well, hopefully we'll, that's we'll, scary. We'll continue to ramp up, but that's uh, right. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, I noticed uh, we were talking, Trey Cash just bought one of these. So look out people, you might find one of these, but yeah. So, so this one, Owen, um, this one does take a little while. I mean, it really does. It, and for people that are listening, it's got a maze to open the container, but it's got some, uh, some dead ends. And so as you're turning it, you hear it as I can turn it, but uh, as you're turning it, 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 you run into some, you, you can run into some dead ends. It takes a while. So it's fun. It's a, it's nice. It's a nice, uh, it's a nice maze to get through, which I won't do right now. Cause the pressure's on. If I were to do that, we'll put Gary on the spot. See if he can solve it right <laughs> live on TV. Live. A nano maze should be easier to do. This one's really cool too. It's, it's a smaller one, but you know these are these are also. Um, 
a great size depending on and we've all you know it's almost for another show but which it is but you know you want your the size of your container to meet um you know to meet the the location but this one also has a little maze but uh it also has a little spot where you got to be careful to get it just right to get to the right location you gotta spin it but uh pressure's yeah, on here everybody's watching you do it pressure's on so here we go so you want to skip that one you go back to that one <laughs> go back over and then over and then then forward but not that way and then over and then ta-da i did it but uh again this is the fun size to do um and it, it, pre it presents a little bit of a fun extra you know to have it like this so um so are you have you been have you put any of these out um uh, that you've been doing uh also owen or are you i know you you could sell some of these at events. I've got but, uh... a lot of the mazes out. So I've got loads of different um, variants of the mazes out already. Um, and a few other uh, puzzles as well. So um, dovetail puzzles. So where you have to like, slap it or move it about. Um, but that, they've been about been out for several years. Right. They've been okay. A lot of them go missing. So I'm not sure if people take them or... It's it's a, it's a long canal on a nature reserve. I got permission okay. out of a nature reserve, but I think people see a bit of plastic and just pick it up and take it. Uh, Maybe just... a 3D printed squirrel took it. <laughs> I'm just saying it's possible. It's, it's possible. In theory. It's one of the reasons why I 3D printed an acorn. I had a, a yeah. fake acorn that was I put it out. The next day, someone said, oh, it's been eaten. And there's actually <laughs> teeth, teeth marks in it. So I thought, That's oh, funny. <laughs> I wonder if you could uh, print them out of edible material. It wouldn't last very long in the wild, but it'd be interesting. You can 3D print in um, chocolate and gummies. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I did not know that. Now I know two things I want for Christmas. Right. <laughs> now, that's not it's a regular 3D printer, though, right? That's that's a special kind of 3D printer? It's a special one, but you can get an add-on for for one. So it, it, they seem to be adding more edible stuff out or more add-ons and stuff. But Oh, dear. I love gummy bears. For, I got a new see, hobby. That, yeah, exactly. But you know, that'd be great for an event, you know, to have is to have something like that to give to people as little, you know, well, treats at an event or something like little candies yeah. or whatever. That'd be great. Oh, absolutely. Man. Like that's themed for that event. Oh my gosh. It's, that's crazy. <laughs> now it'd probably you know, take you like 80 hours to print like four of them because it's food or whatever, but that's, it doesn't matter. Labor of love. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, so let's. I, I, I love these, and this one's this one's a, a very, is a lot of fun. I'm sitting here and play with it, but I can't. I got to do a show. Uh, so let's switch gears a little bit. Um, you can. <laughs> yeah. Chris okay. Weird. It's not that says, long yet. Come on. Daryl says you could that Jesse can hang Christmas. I'm trying to grow it out for Christmas. You never know. It might have to be Santa Claus somewhere. Um, so again, let's switch gears. We don't have, again, we, we've, we're shorter on time than our normal shows, but, uh, but I wanted to, to talk a little bit about, cause it's fun to hear from people that live in, mm -hmm. in other parts of the world. So, um, uh, so Owen, um, tell us a little bit about, 
what you remember about the Christmas time as a kid and well, what are some what are some fond memories that you had? So I I grew up in a family of seven. So I've got there's um there's five kids in my family. So wow. Christmas to us was really only the real time we all came together. So when my sisters w- went to university, it was always Christmas was the time they'd come back and we'd spend time um, as a family all together eating too much food and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I always remember as yeah as a kid would wake up Christmas morning, um, take our stockings down over our shoulders down the stairs and all open up the presents together. Uh, that was always something I always liked together. All all seven of us opening presents together on Christmas morning. Um, so for us, it was um, we'd always start with stockings in the morning. Um, parents yep. would sometimes go to church, right. and then our whole day would start from there. Really, so Christmas Christmas dinner, so roast turkey, roast potatoes, roast veg, sprouts, um, pigs and blankets, um, Christmas crackers, or um. Yep. About lunchtime. I'm with those, yep. Tell people what a Christmas cracker is. So, I think Christmas that's cracker. That... <laughs> Imagine like a bald, sweet type of shape. So you got paper on the outside, twists, and the cardboard tube in the center. And the cardboard tube has a, a, a rubbish joke, a paper <laughs> hat, um, a firework, and what I'd class as low quality geocaching swag. <laughs> Very low quality. Don't put these in geocaches because most of them are made of paper, right? Well, yeah, actual, paper um, hats or oh, no, the paper hats, hats, but the, the actual toys oh, you get like um, little... jumping frogs or right, yeah, uh, you know, plastic combs or t- a plastic a tape measure that was too cheap to actually be functional. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you, you, everyone have a cracker, and you'd all you all try and pull the cracker, and you're always right. trying to retain the larger half of a cracker just for fun. And, um, <laughs> but yeah, it, every cracker's got a firework in it. So when right. you pull it, it makes a loud bang. That's cool. That's great. Now, would that be a good geocaching swag item? Just the whole Christmas cracker? Probably not. Um, yeah. Paper mostly, right. <laughs> you know, what's funny is that, um, now that you mentioned it, it's that the, the, like you said, the, the little item inside, reminds at least reminds us i don't know if you if you guys have those over uh in england but for us and jesse you probably remember the days of of eating cracker jacks the the little prize inside Mm -hmm. which used to be somewhat decent now i think they're kind of lame but um those were kind of did y'all have cracker jacks over there at all owen or you're familiar with what, what cracker jacks are okay no, so it's, it, uh, it's, yeah. it's probably a level down to what you used to get free in a cereal box. Right. Yes. Exactly. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah. And yeah. cracker yeah. jacks are just a a caramelized popcorn in, oh, a, okay. yeah, in yeah, a box, yeah. and it's yeah. got used to have a prize in the bottom, and now it's more like a temporary tattoo or something like that. It's nothing big, but um, but now we have Christmas crackers here. You can get them at the local stores here too, and a oh. lot of people here do it. Um, we've done it a few years in a row, the last several years. And we, we heard about it from somebody in Australia, but same concept, right? And you can get them of all different sizes. They have big ones and little ones and you spend a bit more money. Prizes are pretty minuscule. I mean, there's nothing really fancy inside them, but no. Yeah. If if you go, I think 
there might be like um we have high-end stores here like john lewis or somewhere like that they'll do crackers you might get a nice pen or a nice notepad but that's you're spending too much on a Christmas cracker if you're getting them. <laughs> yeah. That's not kind of fancy right? at that point. <laughs> yep. It's like somebody improving the uh, the jokes inside. They're not supposed to be good jokes. That's yeah. the point. They're supposed to be yep. they're supposed to be bad so that you can all go, that's a bad joke, and that's the fun of it. So <laughs> uh what are some other items that that come to mind or that you, you remember? uh in the in the christmas stocking because i think in the u.s it's it is a very mixed bag of as far as uh what people will put in us in the in a stocking so i wonder uh over in uh, over in great britain what what are some standard items there you go there's a christmas stocking right there but what are some things that you remember as a kid my my family's it could be different to any other UK family. So my other half has a completely different stocking to what I have. But my stocking was more half. It was necessities, so stuff you didn't really want to buy: toothpaste, shower gel, flannel, right. stuff like that. Yeah. And then the yeah. other half would be like knickknacks. Um, I wouldn't say anything over five pound. So stocking fillers, your right. toy. Um, whenever, whenever we'd been more dancing somewhere, Father Christmas happened to have a badge or a magnet that come from that dance out and stuff like that so, <laughs> right um but my other half she she would get more this, um bigger presents so maybe a hairdryer or stuff like that so that oh wow so it's completely different how different families do it in the uk mm. so it's but my family is always massive sack half in the necessities other half knickknacks and may, maybe a selection box or two. Oh, so, okay a selection box, maybe a chocolate orange, some other sweets as well. A bag of oh, gold coins. Chocolate orange. Those Dude, are the, the best. Chocolate orange, man. Those are so good. Yes. What's the so what's I, that main brand that's the most popular brand, that chocolate orange? It's it's Terry's chocolate orange. Terry's. Yes. Oh my gosh, so, they're so good. You have to like crack them to get them open and yep. oh man, um, they're so good. It's the whole thing is um don't tap it, whack it. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. I tell you what, too. I'm not even a big chocolate person, but that is so good. It's hard not to eat the whole thing in one sitting, and it's really rich too. So it's it's you can definitely oh, make yeah, yourself sick. Um, <laughs> I, I don't want to admit it, but me and Christy may have opened one and shared one immediately, and it was gone. That may have it's happened. Gone. Yeah, well, it was I gone. Don't like, I, I, don't like anybody else. I don't like the taste of orange, so I uh, I don't. I think I might get my British citizenship revoked because I don't like ch- chocolate oranges. But yeah, oh, that's so, sad. Uh, my other half knows she's safe. If she gets chocolate orange, I won't touch it. So uh, she's oh, she's good shape then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, that chocolate orange man. So uh, it's that is something. Those the the there's something that <laughs> it's. Such good. Yeah. So we get typically, or at least when I was a kid, we would get a uh, piece of fruit at the very bottom, like an orange. Typically, I'd get an orange at the bottom or an apple. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know if that's kind of like a fill in the blank. Let's put that at the bottom of the stocking kind of thing. So, 
But my, um, we got oranges. Yeah. Man would always do that. Yeah, orange and a walnut and a sixpence. Oh, oh okay. So a, a um, an old-fashioned coin. So my, even my parents oh, okay, okay. don't do that. They get, uh, I think, yeah, sixpence in the mm. bottom of the stocking. Uh, they haven't been around for about 50, 60 years. Oh, okay. So wow. old, old money of... that it's traditionally you'd find in a stocking. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's we, kind of uh, like the out of now. <laughs> we would get uh, candy canes would be the other thing that was always in our stockings. We always have candy canes in there. Because, you know, then you, as a kid, you chew on them or suck on them or whatever until you get them really sharp and then you stab your brother with it. <laughs> <laughs> the, we did that every that year and got in trouble for it every year. Do. Yeah, it is. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. But uh, one of the my favorite memories and I still do it with the kids is uh, in, I don't know what's the equivalent for England, probably with soccer, uh, but we would get like baseball cards or football cards. Mm -hmm. And since we were all sort of collectors of the sports cards, uh, I think that was like, Oh yeah. I was, I I don't know if there's, there is a UK version that's different than that, but you open baseball cards and have the gum in it back in the day. Yes. Um, and that was great. The gum was terrible, but you didn't know it as a kid. You're su- super no, excited. And then, exactly. uh, sadly, if you save them and then go back nostalgic and open one, don't eat the gum. I'm just going to leave the story there, but do not eat that yeah, gum from when you're a don't kid. Eat them. It is no longer, even if it looks like gum, it is no longer edible. Right. Uh, Tricacious, uh, who's, uh, you know, Chad lives in North Dakota. So, um, so yeah, uh, popcorn balls. I don't know if that's something that uh, is pretty standard item for uh, England. Uh, I don't know if that's really standard in the U.S. I, I we've heard of. I mean, you've ever heard of? You ever had a popcorn ball, Owen? I, no, I don't think I've. They seem to have popcorn crisps over here now, which has seemed a bit crazy. Um, so popcorn mashed into triangles as a potato chip type thing. Oh, but that's okay. I've, that's only just started over here, which is mm. I don't think many people are having them. But we because okay. we our popcorn very different um, flavors to yours over there. Right. Interesting. Um, well, all right. Update. Well, we're yeah, we're at a thousand and seventy so far. So that's that's good. We need to get to one thousand one hundred twenty-five dollars. No, yeah, right. One fifty. Eleven fifty. One twelve fifty per hour. We need to get twelve fifty well, per hour if we're going to make it all the way yeah. for our goal for St. Jude. So we're a little we're so close to this hour though, so that's good. Maybe we'll yes. get a couple more people here in a minute. That's awesome. Well, we're starting to get kind of toward the end of the hour, so uh, twelve fifty is what yeah, Jasper helping us out with the uh, okay, good, the good, the good. Uh, we don't need to do math or solve math. puzzles live on the air. That's not going to go well for us, right? So, um, kind of getting toward the end. So let's kind of, um, let's go over a couple things. Uh, I, I wanted to show so, uh, some pictures and, and talk a little bit about, um, some of the things that, that, that Owen does. So, um, we're going to show random photos and Owen's going to kind of explain, exp- oh, it's kind of yeah. like the explain that gram that's on the, uh, uh, the, hot the, ones. The hot ones show. Yeah. So we're going to do an explain that Graham. So Owen, we're going to show a picture and you kind of explain what we're looking at. Yep. Okay. So this is my, I stuck a stocking garden. I'm going to get my, for my parents. So I think this is what was sent up 
last year. So when in the UK we couldn't see anyone over Christmas. Right. Um, my parents kind of knew it was going to happen, so they sent this up beforehand. So this is a scaled down stocking. So How that's big probably, are your stockings? So that 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 cool. is that knee knee height. So that is quite a large stocking. It probably weighs 10, 15 kilograms. Dang. That is a big stocking. I was that's not what I had pictured in my mind. Ours are like, well, they're literally this big. It's we been baptized. That's it. At least, I don't oh, know. Well, no. I don't know about your family, Jesse. We don't we don't all the gifts in our stocking, they don't get they don't get wrapped. They just get yeah, they're just shoved in there. They're not even they're not wrapped and they're they're low dollar and right. we have like one for each one of us and then the dogs and the dogs get like dog treats. So you you give them the treat so that they you know don't jump into the presents that you're trying to open. So I, imagine that about seven people unwrapping that and then there's to be a mound of wrapping paper in the center. Now, is that one stocking for everybody or does everybody have yeah. their own stocking? Everyone no, sorry, everyone has their own stocking. And they're that big? Yeah. That's a huge amount of presents. That's a yeah. Bunch, my mom, man. my mom goes awesome. all out. That's great. Come to your house. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next, next photo. So, um, in Hastings, um, we have a thing on Boxing Day, the day after Christmas, called Spronkers. So, in the UK, we have a sport called um, Conkers. So, you each have a conker or a horse chestnut on the end of a string, and you try and knock it off. So, Spronkers okay. was a Christmas take on that with uncooked sprouts. So everyone's got an uncooked sprout on a piece of string, and you try and knock it off. And Harry won the f- um, three of those. So that's Harry's plaque. <laughs> Dang, that's incredible. Hmm. That's that okay? That's a whole other world right there. I think it was um, a charity not... thing. So, so a quid or two, and it, it'd go towards charity. So your entry oh, fee right. would go to tra- charity and stuff. Wow, man, that's awesome. Uh, okay, I think we have one more. There you are. So that's oh. me in my Morris dancing kit on Boxing Day. So Boxing Day is a big thing in the UK. So everyone has a day off work. It's Christmas Day and Boxing Day. Everyone has off, really. Right. And Boxing Day, a lot of Morris sides around the country will dance on Boxing Day. So this oh, is me cool. just about to dance. So um, Boxing Day is the 26th? Yes. 26th. Okay. All right. Um. Now, so why do we not have any video of you actually doing this dance? There probably is. That's what I'm... There is. Um, I think if you go back way back on Facebook? my YouTube channel, okay. um, there's a okay. second day of Cashmas vlog, and it's me dancing. Okay. Very cool. So, if, oh, uh, so, yeah, if you search my name. So. Yep. We're up to eleven seventy. That's good. Uh so I, I wanna I wanna get some more uh other some other some more opinions on uh some of these uh these items in the U- in the uk so i want to bring adam and Catherine in uh they're going to be on the next hour hey y'all hey hi you guys <laughs> yeah so um have y'all been to england if y'all we yes have. we have back in 2018 20, uh, <laughs> 2018 yeah uh so uh I know you've got to hear a little bit. Uh, I saw y'all in the green room, but uh, uh, what are some of your favorite uh, Christmas items that you got from in the stocking, not Christmas presents, but do you have any remember any fond memories as kids about something that was in the stocking that you're like, this was incredible or 
Well, I always get a toothbrush. Which well, of course. Is it is it like, oh my gosh, yes, a toothbrush. But it's one of those things that you kind of hate to buy for yourself, or at least I do. Right. But yeah, so I always just, my mom buys me toothbrushes. Yeah, the stocking is usually the stuff that uh, you need throughout the year and you don't want to buy for yourself. And <laughs> usually things that don't really belong as a Christmas gift, but I mean, right. like socks and things like that. Sometimes but chocolate, candy. Chocolate can make its way in there. Yeah. Gift cards. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gift Sometimes cards. it can be like a um, like a little part of like a bigger gift, you know, so kind of like right. a kind of a thing. Right. Electronic. Yeah. So nowadays, yeah. You might... like if you get a new PlayStation, it might be a game or a memory card or whatever. Oh. I don't have that now. No, but that's stepping it up a little bit. A game. <laughs> Toothbrush and a PlayStation game. Those are not even right. the same. No, we had different yeah. Christmases, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like. Catherine's right because, yeah, it was a mishmash, at least on, in, in mm, when yeah. you're, you're in the same boat that we are. But yep. In fact, you're like, oh, great. You know, socks, although sometimes that could be kind of cool too. But hey, like, socks oh, aren't a bad present. I like socks. socks. Are not a I bad don't present. buy them for myself. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, all right. Well, we're, we've kind of come to our, to the end. It goes, it goes quick. At least I think it does, uh, even though I'm here for eight of these. Uh, but Owen, oh, thank you so much for the gift, the prizes. Uh, we're going to be giving away all these different 3D print. I get to show all of them. How about the bison tube? This is the, there they all are. Uh, Owen gave us several prizes, so we're going to be giving those away. Um, this one we didn't get a chance to talk to, but in the uh, in Adam and Catherine, this is all all new news information for you guys. But uh, typically, uh, let's see if I got one around. But um, the geocaches that are hidden, I think I'd have a bison tube around. Anyway, uh, small bison tubes. This is the giant version of the bison. That tube, is a giant so. bison tube. It is a giant bison tube. So, uh, but these are oh, 3D cool. printed. Yeah, these are 3D printed, uh, and um, this will be much easier to find in a in a in a tree than the typical bison tube that's hung in a tree. So, anyway, um, again, Owen, thanks so much uh, for the for the prizes um, for the for the treats that I got this year. Um, Got me one of those oranges, by the way, Jesse. Sorry, I didn't get you. Oh, you already have. Uh, we're going to get one. There's no doubt about it. Right. The the chocolate orange. But uh, again, thanks so much, Owen. Oh, thanks for being on the first hour. Um, I know it's yeah, late there. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're going to have, we, we want to, you know, I'll get with you. We want to have you come back and we'll do some more uh, actual geocaching discussions. But um, again, uh, this is a, uh, you know, podcast hope is a great time to kind of mishmash. Like the next hour is mostly we're we're going to talk about other other than geocaching, which is per, works perfectly for having uh, Adam and Catherine on um, for that hour. So anyway, uh, again, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to get the hour reset, and we'll get started in the next hour. But uh, uh, again, uh, thanks for being on, and we'll talk to you soon. So thanks, Owen. Thanks for having me. Bye, Owen. Yeah. <laughs>